0: Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stressless Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host and your soul care guide for this time that's just for you to help you relax and receive a simple soul care tip, simple actions that you can take. That's based on scientific research to help you lower stress that's inspired by God's word. So I'm going to share a promise from scripture that will spark joy and peace in your soul. Well, we have a special episode, friends, because for the first time in the history of Breathe, I have a special guest. I wanted to bring on a friend to share her story about holiday stress. Yes, I'm starting a new series here in November because as we lead into Thanksgiving and Christmas, I want to help empower you to stress less by each week tackling a different stressor or trigger. And so by talking about it, we can encourage each other. And one of the first things to encourage each others with is with our stories. So Becky Keefe is our first friend to have a cup of virtual coffee with us. She and I, we are part of a team of 26 authors who just wrote a new book and it's fresh off the printing press. It's called Come Sit With Me, How to Delight in Differences, Love Through Disagreements and Live with Discomfort. Doesn't that kind of sound like the holidays? Well, what stresses you during the holidays? I asked my readers, we, I have a private Facebook group and when I come up with my new book, I have book number four coming out this month and I cannot wait to announce it to you because I wrote it for you, dare breathe friends. But once that happens, I want you to join the Facebook group that'll be set up for our private book club because I asked these women, and they were in my previous book, Club for Sweet Like Jasmine. I asked them, what are your biggest stressors for Christmas? And at the top of the list, okay, within the top three is tension with family relationships. Okay, do you relate? We all relate. This episode is going to be focusing on encouraging you by sharing a wonderful story about how there are different ways to deal with Family tensions. It helps us to know that we're not alone. So, spread the word, share with your friends about this special holiday stress breathe series. Now, before we jump in with Becky, I want you to sign up for my brief newsletter, because that's how you're going to hear about my book number four, my special announcement. And that's how you'll be able to join the private Facebook group book club. And I'll be there live with you. And it's going to be really encouraging with community support. So go to thebonniegray.com slash subscribe, thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. Well, let's jump in now with my friend Becky Keith as she shares about holiday stress. Well, as
1: exciting as the holidays can be, if I'm really honest, for most of my life, in addition to the excitement and the joy there has been, a steady undercurrent of stress and anxiety related to the holidays, because holidays mean getting together and getting together when you have a fractured and dysfunctional family can be really, really hard. And so that's that's part of my story. My parents divorced when I was nine years old. And so years and years and years, we did lots of you know separate gatherings and bouncing from one family to the other. And my dad remarried and then my sisters and I all got married. So then there was three gatherings and then my dad got divorced again. And so holidays have always just been hard and just faced with the brokenness, the feeling of it's not supposed to be this way. Yeah. Just growing up. And, you know, I have, I have a few friends who, When their parents got divorced, they stayed friends and they created a new cohesive family. That was not my story. My story is one more of like, My parents didn't even want to be in the same room with each other. Like I remember, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up and my dad would come to pick me up and I would sit and wait for him at the window, not because Mm -hmm. I was that excited to see him, but because I didn't want him to come up to the house. I didn't want the possibility of a confrontation between him and my mom. They didn't even want to sit next to each other at my wedding. So fast forward, they've been divorced Mm -hmm. 15 years and that is still the level
0: of tension and division. So I think a lot of us can relate to that phrase. It's not supposed to be this way. Mm-hmm. And many of us feel sandwiched, like we want to be the peacemaker, but we also are absorbing all the conflict. So we're either the peacemaker or we're feeling helpless, like we're just in the middle and mm-hmm. we, we can't do anything or say anything and we're just observing the conflict. So I think those might be two different experiences and roles that we play. What what do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I tried to play both of those roles. So fast forward, you know, I've now been married several years. I have my first child. So, you know, now you kind of know a little bit snapshot of of our family background and kind of out of the blue one day, my mom asks me, So what would you think about if I invited your dad to join us for Thanksgiving? And I think I probably had to pick my jaw up off the floor because I was like, what? What? Did I hear you right? Like I was so Mm. taken aback. And my mom went on to explain that she understands how hard it is, like for me and my sisters to juggle all the family gatherings. And my dad was in a really low place in his life and she knew that like he wasn't going to host. And so like one of us girls was going to have to do it. And she just said, you know, I really feel like the Lord just put it on my heart to
0: extend this invitation. Wow. That's just so (sighs) unexpected, right? Because it sounds like it's been many decades. I think, did you say 15 years? If I'm totally honest, my first response was,
1: heck no, (laughs) like, no, like that honestly sounded horrible. Like, I immediately felt like myself sweating, my heart racing, just the anxiety rising at the mere thought of spending an extended meal with both of my parents all around the table.
0: Yeah, I think that's really good. You said that because, you know, I've actually never had my mom or dad at one gathering at all. My dad left when I was seven. I never saw him since. So I think I might tend to romanticize like, Oh, here's this idea. And I think those of us might tend to romanticize or I don't know, romanticize or idealize like, Oh, if only this could happen. But I love that you're telling us, Hey, actually it's really stressful. It's the last thing I actually really want. And so many of us relate to that, like relate to you who are in that position thinking about the holiday meals, like, oh my gosh, I, I prefer this all separate, but I have to be there. So what would you say helps release and lower the stress as you enter into this, what seems like a miracle, but yet you're mm-hmm. like, I I don't know if I want to actually experience this gathering. Share with us, give us a window into that anxiety or stress experience.
1: Thankfully, my knee jerk reaction of like, no way, no how, like I, I I took some time and I thought about it and I, and I realized, you know what, if the Lord is moving in a way that even if I'm uncomfortable, like if my mom feels prompted to extend this invitation, like, okay, we'll see what happens. And, and neither of us thought that my dad would accept, but he did. And so we all show up to Thanksgiving together. And I think what helped me get through that was one knowing my husband was there, he could be a safe place for me. He could be kind of that, that boundary keeper with me. So having a safe
0: person there helped you.
1: Yes. Having a safe person to know that if things were going sideways, he could be the one to be like, Oh, like baby's baby needs a nap. Like it's time for us to go. Like he could kind of help be the rescuer. And I think
0: another was to really let go of expectations Both expectations, having a reset of expectations. And so I think that means
1: two things. It means letting go of expectations that it's going to be horrible and letting go of expectations that it is going to be a fairytale Hallmark movie experience, like that it's not going to be all bad and it's probably not all going to be all good. But can I just go in with humility and an open heart and just a willingness to show up I think
0: that's why I wanted to ask. So if we let go of those expectations, we still need to hold on to something. So what was your mindset or your heart resting in to say, okay, if I let go of those expectations of these two extremes, Yeah, what do I carry into it? And how do I face into it?
1: Well, I think it helped me to realize that no matter what happened, I can endure anything for two hours. Like we can really get through anything for a short period of time. The other thing was, is that I believe the truth of Romans eight twenty eight that God works through all things for the good of those who love him. And that even in this broken family, that he could be working and I wanted to be open to that. So I guess I was clinging to the hope. I was clinging to the hope that that God was working in ways that felt uncomfortable to me, but that could be for my good and, and for my family's good and for our healing.
0: So friends, what a beautiful power verse, like a warm cup of coffee or a warm cup of tea that we can bring into our day. Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. That is so beautiful. It's so restful that we can return to this beautiful promise. So we always want to share a soul care tip. So I want to ask Becky, for you, what is the soul care tip that would help lower your stress?
1: I'm a highly sensitive person, Bonnie. And so one thing that one way I can take care of my soul and my stress, and my anxiety is to get rid of The noise and the input. And so sometimes it's before a family gathering or I'll, you know, if if I'm hosting, I might even excuse myself for five minutes or definitely like when we get home is I'll just go in my bedroom and close the curtains and put on my little noise machine and even just laying down with my eyes closed for 10 minutes and focusing on my breathing. It's just like, it's that calming. Activity that can help me recenter and know that whatever I am about to face or whatever I just faced, like I can get back to center in a place of peace within myself.
0: Mm, Those are all beautiful words centering our spirit, our mind, our thoughts, and using our breath as a way to return to that quietness. And that's definitely something that I'm going to be chatting more about in the coming podcasts about breath and breathing and how we can use it to draw closer to God. One thing I love about what Becky said about her soul care tip is that there's a study. There's a study that says that auditory stillness helps us focus and freeze our brain from the external stimulus of noise and our brain can better concentrate on even the power verse we talked about or the things that could be positive. And I think when what happens is stress will cause our brains to not have that ability to focus. So rather than being critical or hard on ourselves, like, why am I stressing out? I love, Becky, how you say you'll just go into a quiet room and even afterwards, something that is for you, knowing there's something for you after this gathering
1: yeah. And, and it, it helps you cope in the midst of, because there is going to be relational tension. There is going to be stress and anxiety. We're broken people and <laughs> it's, it's hard to be in the relationships. So give yourself that, that bit of soul care to look forward to, and it will help sustain you. Even if you have to move through something that is full of tension, because a lot of us are there and it's okay.
0: That's beautiful. Yes. To be able to have that quietness to release that tension that's really beautiful. Some of us are on this journey of deciding, is this the holiday for me to maybe consider doing what Becky, your mom did?
1: Yeah. What would it look like to extend an invitation? And what I appreciate about my mom is that that invitation showed growth and it showed healing. Like she wasn't ready to do that five or 10 or 15 years prior, but and she also realized that her act of of love and kindness and really obedience to the Lord it wasn't like she wasn't in charge of the outcome. She wasn't in charge of how my dad would respond or how me and my sisters would respond. And so I think that would be my encouragement to myself and to each one of us is, you know, what, what is God asking us to do this holiday season? And it might turn out the way we hope it will. And maybe it won't, but we can find healing and soul care just by taking that one step forward and and asking someone to come and sit with us. And that's really what our book
0: is so much about. Yeah. And in, for instance, my case, my mom never got to the place, not to say she won't in the future, of doing what your mom did. And so some of us may also consider something that I did, which was I went to a friend who had a really wonderful, healthy family their Thanksgiving gathering. And I wanted my kids to experience that, you know, while mm-hmm. they were young and they can know that we are writing a new story. So I actually called my friend and asked them, Hey, you know, I was wondering, I love hearing about your family gatherings for Thanksgiving. I was writing this Thanksgiving, how would you feel if we also came? I want my kids to kind of just see what it's like. It sounds so fun. And so by doing that, we were able to join in. And then I was able to tell my kids, see, we're writing a new story. We're going to figure out what we want to do as a family. So even though we we weren't able to have where your journey led, God mm-hmm. provided another picture of a different kind of Thanksgiving that's also just as beautiful, even though it's different.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's so beautiful. And I think that... In that way, you were tending your own soul and that of your kids to show them that, that God's miracles and grace come in lots of different
0: packages. Well, friend, I just want to pause here and ask you, what is the story that Jesus is walking with you through this holiday season? You are worthy of peace and joy during the season. And however it looks, God is committed to being faithful to carry you through it. Well, after we finished our time together, Becky said that she had something exciting she wanted to tell me. And so we just ended up just catching up. But it was such an encouraging conversation that I had to include it. So this is the bonus section, friends. Okay, so you were saying there's something you want to share with me that's exciting. I've been waiting. Yes. Okay, so... My mom comes to Noah, he's
1: my oldest, you know, he comes, she comes to his soccer game and we're just, you know, in the, in the stands watching the game and chatting. And she and I love to talk about books and we will often like be like, oh, I'm reading this great book or you should read this book or whatever. And so she goes, oh, Becky, I want to tell you about this book that I'm reading. And she goes, I really think that you would enjoy it. It's called sweet, like Jasmine. And she like starts (laughs) telling me about it. And I'm like, I'm like, mom, mom, I, I gave you that book. And she was like, you did. I'm like, yeah. Don't you remember? Like I, my, my friend Bonnie wrote that book and I, and I gave it to you. And she goes, oh, you gave me that book. Oh, that is why I knew that you would resonate with it. And she was like, loved your story. And she, and she goes, well, did you know that it was on sale on Amazon and I bought four copies and I've already given them to friends. And then she asked me if I could buy four more copies because it was like a four copy limit. And then I bought those and sent them to her so she can give them to her friends. But she just was so touched by, yeah, just like the hope in your story that in the midst of all of this relational brokenness, you know, that, that you were writing a different story and that God was in your story of moving through your trauma. And, and and just like what you were saying in the conversation we just had, like, yeah, writing a new story. And so She was excited to give it to a Chinese American friend of hers who she knew would really relate. But I just, I was cracking up with my mom. I totally gave you that book. And she's like, well, I just, I knew you would love it and you already do. So (laughs) that's so funny. I love that your mom loves it. Yeah. Yeah. She was really touched. God has, God has done a lot in her life in the last many years. And um, yeah, it's a gift. It's a gift to watch.
0: Wow. Well, thank you for telling me because it's Christmas and this is a good opportunity to get come sit with me along with sweet like Jasmine as Christmas gifts. This is perfect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, cause and there's, and what... cause there's 26 stories. In comes sit with me stories. In comes it. Okay, me. yes, exactly. And then they're sweet, like Jasmine, which is another story. Which the whole goal of that is to have women share their stories and know that we're not right. cookie cutter women of faith. So, yeah,
1: and that and that our our stories of origin don't define like how we will continue to move through life or the things that we will do for the kingdom. You know, like the fact that you know, that you are the daughter of a mail order bride and that your dad left when you were seven like that, that is deeply part of who you are, but that is not all of who you are. And same with like, I am not, I am a child of divorce and I'm a woman who struggles with anxiety. That is part of who I am, but it's not all of who I am. And so anyhow, I love in both suit like Jasmine and in come sit with me. There are things that remind us that the hard things we walk through are part of our story, but not the totality of who we are.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm definitely going to be making sure that we share these pearls of wisdom. I love how you said it. And so I'm going to make sure that, you know, I'm just so excited that you're here to share that truth and that, yeah, we're all different and yet not defined by our experiences yet. We want to embrace those parts of our story that our stories are different around the holidays mm-hmm. and that there's no no experience during the holidays that's going to define us. Just what you said, right? Yeah. Our holiday stories, no matter how fraught or difficult they are, they're not going to define us. And yet we can use it to shine God's light. Yeah. Amen, friends. And to be closer to each other. Right. Yeah
1: which is, which is what come sit with me. It's all about it's, it's growing closer to God and others, like through the very struggles we would rather run from. And that's like the miracle of grace. And like, that's, I lo- I finished reading really sweet, like Jasmine and come sit with me. Like when I think about both of those books, I think of, I left them with hope, like in, in hopeless situations or it felt hopeless. Like I realized there's always hope because there's always God.
0: There's always hope because there's always God. What a powerful truth to rest into. Well, friends, if you're looking for Christmas shopping ideas, pick up a copy of Come Sit With Me, How to Delight in Differences, Love Through Disagreements, and Live with Discomfort. And pick up a copy of my book, Sweet Like Jasmine, Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness. Sweet Like Jasmine was chosen by the Evangelical Christian Publishers Association to be the 2021 to Christian Book Award finalist of the year. Well, I want to encourage you to sign up for my Breathe newsletter because I want to continue to empower you. You'll get a soul care tip every week with a devotional that's based on science and Bible truth so that you can lower stress and spark God's peace and joy. Just go to thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. Again, that's thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. And tell your friends about this podcast because in the coming month and weeks, I'm gonna share a different stressor and triggers of holiday stress and we're gonna combat it together. Remember you're loved, cherished, just rest. I'll see you next time. Has fear stolen your peace? I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, helping you fight your fears and grow your faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.